What's up guys? You are on the air and off the books with Bethann and Samantha. And today we are going to be talking about a true crime book that we read. It's called The Last Victim by Jason Moss. And we will warn you um, before you listen to this podcast disclaimer that this was a pretty explicit book because it is true crime and it does describe in detail um, killings and other graphic situations. situations. Um, So So we just want you to know that before you go into it because not that we're going to be super explicit today with all of it, but... If you do want to go pick up this book, then you are going to walk into some things that you need to be aware of. So Yes. So basically, this book is about a high school kid, Jason Moss, who becomes interested in famous serial killers such as um, John Wayne Gacy and um, Jeffrey Dahmer. And so he becomes interested in this topic because his mom was a huge fan of crime novels and they always disgusted him. And then I think just one day he was interested and started yeah. doing it, reading them himself. And by the way, like we, we are saying this is true crime. And if you don't yes. know what true crime is, this is nonfiction. And, not, and that means that like this is a literal true story that we've yes. read. This Real is not like, made up. This isn't like... You know, somebody just kind of, like, having a joyride with writing. Like, this is his real-life situation. Yes. Um, And I think that's what makes it so much more interesting and creepy because Mm -hmm. his mother was a huge influence in the way that he became, like, he came out the way that he was. Yeah. And she almost had, like, some disturbing tendencies in her personality. Yeah. Because she would like force him like at the library to like read these books and like look at the pictures and things like that. Um and it would make him extremely uncomfortable. I don't know if it says in there what clicked like that switch in his head. It was because he wanted to face his fears. Mm. So he started doing it because he wanted to face his fears and um be able to get over his like fear of blood. He had like an extreme fear of blood. He <laughs> would pass right, out. Yeah. Anytime he saw blood. So he, basically, he starts writing. He, he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study these serial killers. So he writes to John Wayne Gacy. He writes to um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, oh, the Night Stalker, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. Yes, he, he writes to quite a few people. Yeah. Um, but all what really got known. him interested in like all of it was... John Wayne Gacy. I think that was his main, like, focus. Yes. Because he was also terrified of clowns. Yeah. So that kind of really pulled him into that world because he... And also, I think, because his home life was kind of a... It was a little bit mentally abusive, I think. And so he didn't have control over how his parents reacted to him emotionally because he would say, like, his mother one moment would be, like, super proud of him and then the very next second for the same thing she was proud of him for, she would, like, rip him apart. Like, for the example, right. like, the new shoes thing. Like, she gave him $100 to spend on new shoes, and he hadn't gotten new shoes in two years. Yeah. So then he went and spent the money on shoes and showed her when he came home, she blew up on him. Like, right. basically, like, short of, like, slapping him around, like, how dare you do this? So he learned to, like, try to exact control over his life. And so he thought, <laughs> what better way to get control of my life than to control the thing that nobody can control. Right. Psychopaths. Serial killers. Serial killers. Like, (laughs) serial killers that have killed, like, multiples. Like, 
what didn't John Wayne Gacy kill like 30 plus or yes, something like that? Yeah. Like sat on a house of bodies, like yes. kind of situation. Like, I mean, people you just don't even walk in a room with. Like right. it was just like so chilling. And I think the most disturbing part about the book for me was how he he studied these killers so in depth and he he like he did everything he could to like get into the personality of talking to these killers. Yeah. So for like John Wayne Gacy, he knows John Wayne Gacy is attracted to younger high school age guys who yeah. are also gay. So what's Jason Moss going to do? He's going to go um I think he studies a is it a transgender he, or is no, it a It's just he goes now, like we said, disclaimer, this is getting a little hairy, I think, but he goes and he pays a male prostitute for his time. That's right, yeah. 20 bucks to sit and talk about, like... What he does. What he does for a living um, and gets into, like, are like, do you deal with abuse? Like, his whole lifestyle and situation. And it's yeah. actually kind of interesting because yeah. you wouldn't realize, like, some of the stuff that they have to go through. I don't know. It's... It was disturbing, mm-hmm. yet very, very interesting at the same time. But he does put on a facade for yeah. like all of these people. Yeah. And like you said, that's one of the most interesting parts. But I also think that one of the most interesting parts, too, is how he says that, like, people who are police officers and, like, are in law enforcement and, like, profilers and things like that always say, like, that they toe the line between being, like, the good guy versus the bad guy. Right, yeah. And how if they could have taken two left turns in their life, they would have been the bad guy. Yeah. And how those people are, like, these, like, serial killers versus these, like, like, cop heroes are essentially the same coin, just different sides of that coin. Right. And how close it was for them to be something else. And I was like, how horrible of a statement. That was just like, like... It makes you look at everything differently. Yeah, and especially with interviewing um, John Wayne Gacy, I feel like I feel like Jason. I think he crossed the line a few times with his stories oh, and 100,000%. his hundred thousand percent. Because he he was in it to win it. Like he was going to act this part out as well as he could to get this guy to write him back, and they all do end up writing him back. Like there's something that he does so well, like trying to act these parts out that they they all write him back and they all want to talk to him because he's essentially their last victim. Yes, and that was also really cool too because the person who helps him write this book is his professor. Yes. Um, and his professor helps him write the book because the, uh, the professor gives the disclaimer like when he's talking to him, um, he's saying, yeah, you want to write a story about these serial killers, but people also want to know why you want to write this story. Right. Like, who are you? Because you also are a huge part of this. And he says that, um, and I love finding the title in the book. Yeah. And you, and you find that in the very first chapter. Yeah. And he said, essentially, this man is these killers' last victim because he thinks he's in control of yeah. these people. But... He's really not. No. Like he's dealing with something. Like you're dealing with the devil here. Like there's you're you're never gonna be in complete control of a situation where people manipulate for a literal living. Like it is their nature to yeah. manipulate and to dismember a mind. Like and it's I think that's what makes it 
so much more creepy because it's not a fake story, but it, I liked it too because it read like fiction to me. It did. It, it read like fiction. And I think the, I think the weirdest part for me is I really like, it's, it's crazy to me that this guy is like, yeah. is now like a, um, well-known, um, attorney. Prosecutor? Yeah. Yeah. Prosecutor, Prosecutor attorney. attorney. Something. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. I glazed that over yeah he's he's a big wig yes and it's kind of disturbing to me because when you read the book you really do think this guy has issues like this guy is he could be a danger yeah he's going to be just like these killers when after this is all over because he he's so obsessed like he's he's literally obsessed with acting this part out well he goes and he meets up like he gets personal one-on-one interview yeah, with, and I mean, it's, it is like bone chilling to think like that he could have been murdered right there on the spot, like yeah. in these interviews that he's done and conducted, posing as these other people with these other lifestyles. It's like masks that he wears. Mm-hmm. And that is also really disturbing <laughs> because yeah. I don't know, it just all brings me back to like, what if I'm a psychopath? Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just crazy to me that he gets into the cell, like, with these guys, well, with John Wayne Gacy especially, because this this guy's obsessed with Jason. Like, he, he wants to kill him. Like, you know, like, reading the book, he wants to kill him. He wants yeah. him to be his last victim. Not a secret, yeah. And so he gets into the cell with um, John, John Wayne, Gacy, John, whatever you want to call him, um, this John. crazy killer. And he's essentially confessing all these crimes that he's denied for the whole time that he's been in jail. And that's the thing that they said that this kid has been a- was able to do. This eighteen-year-old yeah. kid was able to do something that you know trained professionals in the FBI couldn't even do. He was able to get out of these these men. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just because he he poses as their type and. That's what gets all these confessions out of them. Or, I don't know. I, I'm assuming that's the reason because, I mean... I mean, it's got to be. How, or if they just want to play one last game. Yeah, like how... What better way to get a killer to confess to his crimes than put a victim right in front of him? Yeah. You know? But it was, it was a very... It, I would say it was a very disturbing book. Like, it was definitely... Um, not for somebody with a weak stomach. It does no. go into very graphic details. Um, yeah, and that's what we want to kind of we wanted to kind of say at the very beginning is that if you have any like triggers or if you're sensitive in your mind or heart to yeah. things, this probably isn't something that you want to read because you'll be carrying around some yeah some stuff. We and it's not that we didn't do like some intense research before we picked the book, and right. we're still glad we picked the book because it was very interesting. But um, we didn't know it would. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like a lot of intense detail, like with between murder and like sexual situations. So yes, um, and he includes it because he wants you to realize like what this is. Like it's yeah. not something, and he talks about it like it's a game, but it's not. You know, it's and it also is like his life passion too to do that. It's just so in. It's so weird. How he's come through this, and he like achieves all of this as a freshman yeah. in college, like yeah, right out of crazy. high school. He's working on this project, 
And his parents don't even really bat an eyelash. Like, I mean, yeah. they kind of oppose it a little bit, but he just kind of does it. And he, like, gets a lot of flack from his friends about it. And, like, I don't know. It's just, if this is, like, your genre, if this is, like, what you love, it's going to be right up your alley. It really yeah. is. And it's a good, quick read. And I yeah. would say that, too, because I got through um, a lot of it really fast, which was it's pretty impressive if you know, if you listen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and I would say that it's this would be a really good book for somebody who's, like, super interested in psychology or, like, yes. is in, like, you know, wants to be a cop or right. anything like that. But I think the most disturbing thing for me is, like, is thinking about, can you trust this kid, like, now that he's an attorney or whatever yeah. he is? Like, would I be able to trust him? Like, I'd be, I'd be kind of scared to be, like, alone with him. Like, because you never yes. know. Like, he was so, like, intensely obsessed with figuring all this stuff out. And he, I mean, he went as far as to, like, get pictures and stuff with all these killers. And it's just like, okay, like... I don't know. It's it's hard to wrap your mind around and understand, like, is this guy okay? Like, mentally okay? Like, is he stable? Or is is this just, like, just all a facade? Yeah. It, oh. it was a good pick, I think. Um, I give it a four out of, four and a half out of five just because it was a little too... Um, graphic. Graphic for <laughs> yeah. me. Because yeah, I'm not graphic. a big fan of it. I want to know, like, it's interesting. I want to hear about, like... His, like, interactions and stuff. But I didn't need to hear, like, <laughs> some of that stuff. But it was very good. I think you guys would really, really like it if this is, like... Yeah. If you haven't already picked it up. It was published in 2000, so it's a little bit... It's, it's older. It's older. But it, it retains, I think. Yeah. And I we think, do have a physical copy here along with um, ebook. Yes. Copies. We do. Yep. Because I um, I use the ebook copy. Yes. Um, and I don't know. You can access it through other things as well. I think it's no, it's not on Kindle Unlimited, but it was you can like get it just about I think I bought it for like two ninety nine off Kindle. Yeah, ebook. it's um, if you really like accessible. it, you want to buy it. But um, another crazy thing to me was that he was he was communicating with Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's like Jeffrey Dahmer is literally just this guy that like. He knows that he kills people, but he just doesn't understand, like, why. He just acknowledges that this is what is going to happen. Like, this is what I do, but I just, I can't tell you why I do it. Like, it's just something that I have to do. And maybe that's the intrigue. Like, maybe that's why people are so drawn to it. Because it's so out of the ordinary taboo. Like, it's not something that happens. And I think that's why people want to read about it all the time because they want to try to understand something that can't just can't be understood yeah because if like the person literally can't tell you why yeah then how can we ever know but yet we we run back to i mean we kind of do the same thing we read a ton of crime crime novels like thrillers things like that because it's like the thrill of the it's like the adrenaline thing you know what i mean and so, um, I don't know. What was I going to say? <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. It just, and also, like, when he's talking to um, Dahmer, he, his conversation is ended shortly because he actually gets executed, or not executed, well, he does get executed by other prisoners. He ends up getting murdered in um, prison. So, it's, it's weird. It makes you feel 
bad for him for like a split second. Like this is kind of sad that this guy doesn't know why he's killing people. And he just like has this tendency to essentially murder young boys and eat them. It's which is sick. It is so <laughs> But it's like crazy. what's in his head that he's just like he doesn't understand it. It just makes you wanna like I don't I wouldn't want to be the one that deep dives there. But like I think people would like jump off the high dive right into his head if they could figure out why he ticks the yeah. way that he does. I would like, love that, but like I would not go as far as Jason Moss as to like no. totally change like my home life, my relationships and essentially become a serial killer myself in his mind not physically but mentally yeah and he does admit that he went too far yeah he does say that like he didn't realize that he would put himself in this kind of situation and that he thought that he had a handle on it yeah and he does kind of have a breakdown towards the end and he's just like what have i done like i'm in this cell with this this serial killer that's killed 30 plus boys my age and he's he could very well kill me. He says, I can put this pencil in your throat and watch you bleed out. Yeah. And it's like, bro, what was going through your mind, for one? That's like, oh, yeah, it's fine, John Wayne. Let me into that cell with you. This is going to be a great time. And he's, like, saying, yeah, we're buds. Like, let's talk. Like, no. He's yeah. going to literally murder you. Well, it's like standing off the edge of a cliff without a parachute and thinking it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to hit the bottom and it's going to be fine. What does this guy have to lose? He's getting he's getting executed anyway he's literally has nothing to lose he could kill you and nothing else would happen except for maybe he would get executed faster yeah but that's what that's what i'm saying is like dude like don't you really i don't i don't think the fear registered until he was in a situation where he couldn't get out yeah and then he was just like oh i get it now like i get this is a problem Yeah, yeah this is this is not a this isn't funny this isn't cute this isn't just a research paper this is like, it has affected his entire life. And I it, think that he didn't think about it, like, in a serious way for a long time. Like, he just thought, yeah. oh, like, look at me. He was very cocky. Like, you can tell the author is very cocky about himself. Like, I don't know if he's that way now, but he definitely made it known that this younger version of, of himself thought very, very highly of himself. And he and was, he, like, going to yeah. do it all. And he wanted so much to be approved of. Yeah. And doted on in love. And he had to be the best. He couldn't just be, like, mm-hmm. mediocre. He had to do it and do it the best. And I think that because he wanted to be the best of the best in this field that he chose, that was part of his life growing up, essentially, because of his mother, I think to prove to her that he was worthy of something, to prove to his life that he would meant something, that he had, to like, put his head in the lion's mouth and hope that it, hope to God it didn't just chomp down and bite his head right off. And yeah. it did almost. Like, mm-hmm. he really got close. Yeah. Like, put your hand in the fire and... You know, then what? You know? Yeah. And you can definitely see he's definitely has some, like, serious, like, OCD tendencies. Because, you know, he wanted to be perfect. Like, everything had to be perfect in school. He couldn't lose points for anything. He yeah. was very, like, exact on what he did. Yep. So. Very good book, guys. You, yes. you If you like this kind of stuff or if you're like us who really like thrillers and things like that and want to like hop over into true crime but you don't know where to start maybe this would be good i think this is a good option for you to try um i've read a couple other things and i don't know sometimes true crime like you said is really really explicit but this this is explicit but it's not a bad read i think it's good i think it's a good segue and we we do recommend it 
Yeah. So you guys should come in, check it out. Check it out on um, what? Libby? Libby. Yeah. Libby. And you guys should read it and let us know what you think. And join us next week. We are going to be talking about. That's a good we, question. Um, I think, I know coming up, um, guys, we're going to be doing a, an episode where we get to read whatever we want. Yeah. And, and I'm so excited. We are also going to do an episode with our coworker, Brittany, which will be fun. Yeah. What are we reading for that one? Um, we are reading These Violent Delights. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's a romance and I'm sad about it. Yes. <laughs> um, the uh, Small Favors by Aaron Craig is next. Oh, yes. Um, and then after that is, um, oh, yeah, us talking about... Um, summer reading program and what we plan on doing for that which is coming soon it's very soon yes keep your eyes out and participate you should come and sign up it's gonna be really awesome we're uh, both of us are decorating up here it's gonna look really cool yes um so come and see what the next couple books are about and uh have we'll a see great you next day time. have a great day no nightmares <laughs> <laughs> bye see you